Welcome to the Turtle Reads. I'm Clay Foreman. I'm Melissa Diaz. And this is our first guest, oh Craig Fergola. How's it going? Yay! <laughs> good to have you're you on, Craig. You're our first guest. For, really? Do yeah. you feel weird about that? I no, hope I you feel, don't. I feel very honored. You want to <laughs> stay here with us forever? Is that okay? Well, now, now you're making it weird. You're our first friend. <laughs> you're our first friend. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, uh, so it's uh, good to have you on, man. This good to is going to be a fun one. Uh, it, it, our I don't know if you listened to our podcast at all, got a feel for it. I haven't, but I didn't want to because I didn't want to, I wanted to kind of go in blind. Okay. Yeah, it is. It is a pretty uh, weird one. We do kind of go randomly into shit. Cool. Um, we have ADD. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I'm, I'm, picking, gonna, I'm picking up on that. Right. So this is the cadence of the conversation. This is the narrative right. that's going to go on a lot of tangents. Okay. Uh, because we cannot focus on things as long enough. A lot of gold, so a lot of gold comes out of in that. In order to like. help us do that, we uh, pull up the plot summary and then just okay. cling to that with our mental faculties okay. and try to hold on. Okay. But we don't. We like let go Like Wikipedia plot summary? Yeah. And then we'll start yeah. talking about socks. Okay. So, you a lot know, of food. And food. food? Oh, I think yeah. it's almost a tradition yeah. at this point yeah. to begin by talking about what you have for breakfast. What we had. <laughs> I didn't eat breakfast. <laughs> you I didn't wake up till about 1 p.m. So Hey, same here. Honestly, yeah. I have not eaten anything today. You haven't eaten any <laughs> no, brunch? I'm starving. <laughs> no. Oh, no. I, I didn't eat a thing. I, I got to go to work after this, and I'm going to eat at work. What yes. you, is that normal? Yeah. What do you eat? <laughs> Whatever. Whatever I feel like cooking. It's like you you Spider House, right? Do they That's have? the ah. place I'm working right today. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, what do they truck. have there? Chicken and waffles. It's the place that used to be at Lucky Duck. It's okay. That, uh, that chicken and waffles truck that used to be. Oh there. man, I haven't had chicken and waffles in forever. I've never had chicken and waffles. Can you believe that? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not. A, I don't usually I eat the chicken and waffles. I usually get like a. T- they make sandwiches with the bread as waffles, and that's pretty awesome. So I'll I'll do that a lot. Wait. So, oh oh oh. Well, that's kind of the same thing. Yeah. yeah no, that's fire. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's just like uh, how a binge eater eats yeah, chicken and waffles. Exactly. They get a sandwich out of it and they just <laughs> inhale it. I'm pretty sure I've gotten stoned when I was younger and used Eggos as, as bread, you know? So. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The, the most memorable stoner food I've ever had, for some reason it was real simple, was just toasting a, a raisin, cinnamon raisin bagel mm-hmm. and then putting ice cream on that. Very yeah. nice. Yeah. When you're high, especially. I mean, I, I think the, the greatest discovery for me when I, was, when I was smoking weed was the iced honey bun. I did. Yeah, when you're smoking weed, yes. Yeah. Yes. I did a... Uh, and snowballs. Had one of those recently. They don't hold up. They, they don't. don't. They're, <laughs> they're they pretty... I uh, yeah. don't like them. I did uh, I was really high one time, and uh, it just made sense to me. I'm like, oh, I heated up ice cream and poured cereal into it. Like, I melted the ice cream and poured cereal into it. I'm like, it's milk. What flavor? At that point. <laughs> it is. What flavor? That's all it's good for once it melts, honestly. Wow. I did Fruity Pebbles with, like, a chocolate ice cream. Wow. This is good, I think. <laughs> wow. This is a good, that's, that was a good idea, I that's say. That's insane. It's awesome. Yes. It's crazy that you didn't even think of that. I would make a facial with something like that and then lick it off my face. Oh, my Because that, that sounds like a good, I love fruits and chocolate things together. I've never gotten that adventurous with my food. That's, really? Yeah. This is the, yeah, but this is a big boy who's, well, a, yeah. I've smoked a lot of weed. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I know. I know who you are. Me and, <laughs> We've met. Me and my brother would like go and raid the pantry whenever we'd get high together. Yeah. at my parents house and so like it was we would regularly like just bring up a whole box of pop tarts and eat them like uncooked oh. just oh, pop tarts yeah. I, I for sure and shit. so oh yeah but it's so much better cooked. i yeah but why waste the time you know they're, they're, they're pretty good they're pretty <laughs> good i guess it'll too. cook in your stomach yeah. acids yeah so, yeah, yeah it all mixes counts. together in there anyways yeah. <laughs> yeah so yeah i was uh yeah that that one with the ice cream and the, and the cereal that was a, a like a top tier moment for me. I'm like, oh, I'm a genius. Yeah. <laughs> I totally understand yeah. that. that that's, that's how I felt about the bagels and the ice cream. That was, it's just about your, I don't know what it is. I never <laughs> fucked around with ice cream. Well, we can swear on here, right? You yes, know, of yeah, course. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know why, I don't know why people fuck, ever, fuck, I, I fuck, 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 I don't know why people cunt, ever cunt, ask cunt, that. Cunt, fuck, At one point I did the seven dirty bitch, words. Oh, I don't know yeah. if you guys are trying to get on like NPR or anything. Cunt, so. fuck. Yeah. Uh, no. I never fucked around with ice cream because ice cream is just perfect on its own. It's it's really good, but uh, like, to maybe now I will. Who knows? That like you do a lot with anything with like milk and stuff. I like to fuck fuck around yeah. with and see what you could do. Any cream or that's something. Cause, that's because because it's so good to mix with shit. You are you're French, right? Yeah, yeah. you're Cajun. Yeah, what Cajun? Right? Yeah. Cajun. Yeah. I'm French Canadian mostly. Hell yeah! Look, that's he's probably <laughs> one of your he's one of your ancestors. 
he's probably a guy that you you guys left. My last name's Italian, but around. mostly French Canadian jeans up in here. Three fourths French Canadian. Oh, How do you know? Great. Did you take a, a DNA test? No, but three of my grandparents all have the same last name. Oh, so you and know. it's all, yeah, so. Uh, okay. <laughs> I did a DNA test. Which yeah, I, I did say three of my grandparents. They're not related. None of them are related. We just come from <laughs> one of those towns where everyone has the same, there's like four last names. It's my grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> it's my grandpa, uncle. All right. <laughs> we found him wandering around the backyard. And I now gonna he's be, my grandpa. I am going to be sweating this entire podcast. Oh, so I'm wearing a hoodie, dude. I feel so bad. <laughs> I'm kind of wearing a sweater as yeah. well. I don't sweat on the face, but I sweat I just hope else, we you know just don't look like a bunch of meth heads on here just sweating. <laughs> it's really hot in here. That's why. <laughs> Look, let's not they talk about hear, what we did can't before. Hear okay. you sweat. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is mostly audio. Okay. Audio. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, good. Yeah, yeah we, we just get little clips and stuff. So we'll, oh, we'll okay. look for ones where you guys look less shiny. Okay. <laughs> and then you know, those are the ones that don't go out. Someone did a roast against me, and they said the roast was that I always looked wet, which was the funniest. That's shit. true. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Liz Splash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have kind of a seal vibe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it's very nice. Yeah. Well, we don't need to celebrate it, but <laughs> <laughs> why not? I'm very celebrate sensitive. Yourself. Very sensitive about it. Are you? No, I'm not. I'm not sensitive about anything. Dude, be always looking wet. That's that's a that's a. Yeah, there's worse. We didn't love that. This is the worst things you could. Oh, uh, there, there's a love hate. You know, there's um, I'm a little bit of a wrestling fan. Roman mm-hmm. Reigns, one of the guys they tried to make the heroes, the 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 main hero for the longest time. He always had that wet hair. Like he always came out and his hair looked like it was like sleek back and wet. And they tried to make him the hero of the whole story for like years. Mm-hmm. And. It, no one was having it. The entire there was one time where he won the belt, and the whole audience just started chanting "Fuck you, Roman!" <laughs> da, 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 da. Fuck you, Roman! You think it's because of the hair? It, it, yeah, he looks like a villain. Like with that sleek back, like wet hair. Yeah. He always looks like the villain, and people. It's are hard like, to have like have like eighty villains hair, and then have yeah. people. Like, yeah. My boyfriend looks like an '80s villain, sort of, nice. it, just because he's freckly and and you know, you know what I'm saying. And he has that kind of like that um, like blonde hair, yep. spiky. He just looks, hangs out with guys who only speak German right. for some reason. Well, he's yeah. Russian, so oh, you know what I mean. Fuck. So he has yeah. that also oh, yeah. Russian. He's, he's for oh, yeah. sure. A spot. He came. Yeah. He came. Y'all came Sunday, and he came sit next to me like uh, outside, and he goes. He sits down like this. Yeah. You know, next to me, and I'm like, man, very, very like, like. <laughs> Over like over the top, yeah, over the top, like kind of <laughs> over alpha. Not 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 aggressive, but just like yeah. I'm gonna make my presence known. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, yeah. He's not doing it on purpose. Are you dating like Ivan Drago? Yeah, kind of. They're all like that. Yeah, yeah, they are. <laughs> when That's... I was going to high school, uh, most of my friend group was Eastern Europeans, and they're just wait, all wait, like. Where that. did you go to high school? Uh, New York City. Oh, so okay. uh, there's a school in in uh, down in Chelsea. Okay. And so Chelsea, you know, downtown West Side area is really close to a lot of uh, embassies okay. and things like that and different neighborhoods yeah. that it's, are accessible to it. So just all these fucking Albanians okay. and all these Polacks and all these Russians, okay. you know. And I went to high school in Maine, so most of my high school was white. <laughs> yeah, but what white. kind? But they, they were like that Maine. We came on the fucking Mayflower and landed on no, the no, they were white or just what? Outdoorsy white trash. That's what we all outdoorsy were. white yeah. trash. Those are great. Yeah, yeah good hunters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? we had two black kids in my school, and then uh, oh, we found out four years after one of them got there wasn't black. She was actually Indian. So oh, you guys didn't even know? Nope, didn't know. Nope. Yeah, <laughs> you guys calling her sister, and she's like, "Come on, my friend, hello," and you're like, "Come on, come on sister, what's up?" She didn't have the accent. That would have been a dead giveaway. Oh, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we we had maybe five black people, two Asians, and zero Hispanic people in our school. Oh yeah, it, it, must have been like, quiet school. Sounds like it. <laughs> I mean, no. <it> <laughs> It was, uh, they had a dude who shot a shotgun randomly during class off the roof. Oh, that's different. <laughs> that's, that's like how white guys make loud noises. Yeah, like, there were so many guns in our school parking lot during hunting season, it was crazy. Yeah. Everyone would just yeah. take their trucks and have, like, rifles in the back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's how it was. Like, one of our, one our, part of our, uh, um, what do you call it, shop class, part of our shop class was learning skeet shooting. Yeah. We had a teacher one time who took us out in a field and let us shoot off a, uh, like a, a revolutionary era like musket. That's, <laughs> cool. That's And one of the kids like it went off and like, because those things like explode. They're not like a real gun. It's like a flintlock mm-hmm. and then that hits the, the chamber and that, so it just like explodes and like burnt off all the hair on his arm and like <laughs> eyebrows on one side of his head. Yeah. Damn, that's a lesson. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Don't fuck with that thing. 
I wish uh, inner city schools had uh, gun teaching of any kind because the only thing we have is uh, gangster movies. So everybody just shoots like everything is a Glock. You know, you just, you just do, yeah. not even like, because you're not supposed to shoot a Glock like that, but they just do that one yeah. armed mm-hmm. kind of sideways mm-hmm. thing. That's just <laughs> fucking idi- idiotic. That's all. That's, you're that's never going to kill anyone like that. Once. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to kill a guy, kill him the right way. Yeah, that's exactly. All I'm yeah, I'm, I was, want, was wondering like, they should make, they have, you know, Hogwarts is like uh, the British school. I want them to do one about an American school and have like some of the students just fucking like shooting their wand like sideways. And oh, shit. that'd be hilarious. <laughs> do, do an inner city wizard school? Yeah. Oh my God. You, just, you come to find out J.K. Rowling also hates black people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not too fond of them either, so. People putting, <laughs> people putting rims on their fucking wands and shit. Yeah, no, the broomsticks hell I'll have like tricked out like fucking streamers off the back and shit. <laughs> Well, that's, if they did a school like where I'm from, it would be like white kids actually. <laughs> Come on, actually developing spells to send kids back to Africa. <laughs> <laughs> get on, get out of here. <laughs> what the fuck? Yo, why I'm in, Expect I, in Liberia right home. now? Yo, how the fuck I get to Liberia right now, son? <laughs> Please don't clip that. <laughs> oh, man. We're putting it. It's whatever is a minute, and that was about a minute. <laughs> it was. It was pretty funny. <laughs> Don't worry about it, relax. Just be less wet. Don't worry about it. Just relax, relax. All right. So we should actually probably talk about what we came here to talk sure. about. Sure. All right. So yeah. let's let's do that. Awesome. I All did right. read the book. You did. You I, did. That's so amazing. Thank that's you for great. doing that. Welcome. Thank What'd you, you think? <laughs> Honestly, not a huge fan of the book. Just the story. I did think it was a really funny and kind of almost brilliant in some ways of like parody of Hollywood, which mm-hmm. is what I really liked about it. But I, I wasn't like I imagine. I read about it too, and it was saying this is kind of like a one-off, not part of the whole Discworld thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think maybe if I had read the entire series, like if I had, had 17 years to read the entire series <laughs> before we did this, like I, <laughs> I could have, you know, maybe it's there's a little more context and it, it wraps in a little bit better. I just wasn't like, didn't love the guy's writing. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, I was kind of campy. I thought mm-hmm. at times because I, I I read a lot of I've read a lot of like fantasy and sci-fi, but I like like. Like The Expanse for uh, sci-fi or like Tolkien for fantasy. Like I've read a lot of stuff like that. This was a little more. Well, it's meant for uh, 13-year-olds to be fair. Oh, okay. Well, well then that's probably why. A lot of them. <laughs> right, them play, are... It's meant for 13-year-olds. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay that it is. So, yeah, some of them are, are like very adult uh, or young adult novel-ish. Okay. Um, some of his are sense. more serious, Yeah, some do get a little more dark. It, yeah, we had one where it was like really... Uh, what was the one with the uh, Thief of Time? Thief of Time is like a lot of like time paradoxes and shit like that. It gets a lot like deeper. Well, this had a lot of like kind of not a ton, but it was like reality bending stuff, you know, because mm-hmm. like, the movies were causing stuff to leak over into there. It was cool. It was like there was a lot going on. I just I wasn't. I don't think I'll read anymore. <laughs> what channel do you think this? Uh, if they made this episodic show based off of this series, what what channel that's, on television would it be on? Such a good question. Dude, I should ask that question more often. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. That's a great question. Because, uh, you know, every like streaming service or whatever has kind of their own style. That's really good. Um, I don't know. Because I feel like it, it's going to be a comedy, right? This is like, it's it's so yeah. kind of weird enough. Well, it's got to be, it's got to be funny. So kind of like HBO's out, right? They yeah. don't do a lot of, I mean. But like you said, it's campy. So it's yeah, kind of a certain uh, kind of funny. Maybe either Amazon or... <laughs> Damn. I was thinking like Hulu. I was, was just gonna say Amazon. Or, I was like, gonna say Amazon or Hulu. It yeah. would be like yeah, a Cartoon yeah. Network thing Hulu that Hulu sure. picked up. Yeah. and shit. <laughs> it's, it's Hulu. It's Hulu. But Amazon's Amazon? trying to like get their get their feet into like this kind of yeah. stuff. Anyways, yeah. I mean, it's it's more like Amazon rebranding. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to like derail, but I mean, the, the one of the greatest fantasy five sci fi series of all time, Stephen King's The Dark Tower, has just got bought by Amazon and. Uh, oh, yeah. Nice. The dude who did, uh, I can't remember his name now, Mike Mike Flanagan, who did, uh, he's done a bunch of cool stuff. Done a bunch of good Stephen King stuff, too. So they're trying to, they're talking about turning that into, like, an episodic thing with, like, a couple movies, possibly, like, five yeah. five seasons of TV and then two movies or three mm-hmm. movies or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I could see this kind of fitting in with that. Yeah. Okay. Pretty cool. All right. Good answer. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess I'm, I'm glomming onto Hulu. I definitely, because Amazon, I, I have, um, 
experienced their movies prior to their attempt yeah, to rebrand. And some of their offerings are so, some of them are so bad that they're actually good. I'll put it that way. They they're, they're, it's one yeah. of those. It's like yeah. the room. Have you seen the? Because some of them are self-produced, mm -hmm. and they and, and there was a time when Amazon would just take any movie, any. And I yeah. saw. Okay, I saw. Well, the comics that I know, that's which what is I'm not, just gonna say. are in I movies saw, on Amazon or have like dude, stuff on Amazon. I saw one that I I really hope is still on there because it was so bad that it made me laugh so hard that at one point I felt like I was going insane. Was it, it was, was it Leonardo bad. Joni's movie? No, but is there one? I can <laughs> Wait, totally really? see her making some crazy I don't know. shit. She told me she was on a movie. I don't know what I it gotta is. check oh it out. Oh my God. Yeah, it's called Jersey Shore Massacre. I only Jersey know it because I, I roast her and I wrote a joke about it. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. good. Also, Rouse is on a movie on it. Was on yeah, too, yeah. Like a horror movie mm -hmm. where he plays like a... Yeah. Plays a psychopath, so he's yeah. just going full method and being himself. Yeah, that. yeah, that that one I was like, okay, that fits. <laughs> I yeah. saw okay, the one I saw was this. Uh, it was uh, all black cast, and it was a friend of mine's name is Rashad Bashir. Was it the Wiz? Was, was, no, no, watch, it was it was not the Wiz. The Wiz, <laughs> the, the Wiz was dope. I love the Wiz. Rashad Bashir, right? And uh, so I checked out because he's my friend, right? And I was mm. like, oh, let me check out this movie. This guy uh, was in, and this movie. Okay, his character. Uh, it's a sort of a um, X Men themed thing so there's mutants and the okay. end of the world and all that kind of shit right Jeez. so call yeah them, call them black people mutants so you know movie. not really <laughs> ambitious or anything yeah and then, yeah but it's all you know and then there's totally like uh, uh you know like black american lore in it you know like the white devil came and took a oh so it's thing. a movie about the black yeah, israelites it's just it's so great it's, it's just so about so the black israelites yeah because nice. because you know there's that part the trope of the part of the movie where everything's explained expository dialogue yeah and it's just that it is so fucking funny oh man that's but awesome his character okay you see uh, a white woman in a bar, and she's looking seductive. She's smoldering. Yep. She wants to fuck. Right? She's a little and bit overweight, right? She, no, no, no. Good credit. This isn't even, you're not even in the ballpark. You'll start to guess as I say it. But okay, so white businessman, right, at the bar, turns over, looks around, scans the crowd, spots her out of the crowd, mm -hmm. right? Their eyes lock. Chemistry. Probably wasn't too hard to tension. spot her if it was an all black cast and she was no, the no, one no, white person no, no, in the no, bar. No. It's all white. It's all white. <laughs> okay, this part's you, you all white. No, okay. it's good. Right? So, cut two, right? She violently slamming him against the wall of his hotel, right? Because we're back there already. They're, okay. They're, oh, they're, they're, so they're fucking. Go, they're right? fucking. All yeah. Right. So, right. And there's this crazy sex scene right, where, where, like, she turns him around and she pegs him. And then, oh, and then and he, he tries to talk and she does that thing where you put the finger on your lips and go, shh. Oh, that's awesome. It's all awkward. It's very shit. hot, actually. Really? Yeah. So the, the whole thing happens, right? Now, uh, the, the, the guy's sleeping now, post-coitus, post okay. right? So yep. there's the calm. Mm -hmm. And she goes to the bathroom, right? And then there's the shot of her looking at herself in the mirror, right? And, then, and you know, for, so it's just the bust. It's, yep. a, it's a medium shot, right? Chest up. Did she turn black in the mirror? She goes down <laughs> to wash her face, splash her face with water, right? Turns up. It's Rashad Bashir. Yeah, oh, that's <laughs> awesome. She's doing white face the whole time. <laughs> so he's like some that's, mutant. Uh, that wow. should have been the end he's, of the movie. He's like a shapeshifter. <laughs> that's crazy. As I think about it, I just it's just reminding me of how. But yeah, anyway, that's better than the Sixth Sense. He was right. And <laughs> she was black the whole <laughs> time. <laughs> but it was a black guy the whole time. Oh, that's what I'm saying. He's a, a shapeshifting mutant. So when he was pegging that so guy, that was he like, actually was pegging with his know. real black deck. That's I amazing. Know. I don't know. They don't, they don't go into Oh, that detail. guy's going to be confused for the rest of his life. Oh, yeah. That's great. That's like, yeah, if an X-Men mystique, like, fucked one of the X-Men as a dude. As and a then dad. just switched back to Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, then, and then gave him crazy gender and race issues yeah. for the rest of his but, life. But then, they, but, then they, but they never address it. Yeah. So it's just you spiraling as you watch the movie. Like, are we not going to talk about this part? Like, why does that happen? That's is there any wild. reason? That's crazy. Yeah. That is pretty nuts. You should check it out. What's the name of this movie? <laughs> I'll find it for you. Okay. I, wanna, I do want to watch this now. It's, you know, it's, and it's not a good... It, a good movie. In, in a sense, it's not a good movie, but those parts are so good. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, that d just that scene alone should have won an Oscar for, sure. <laughs> for best so thing great. ever put on yeah, film. Exactly. <laughs> said it's all like low production quality makes oh, it better. Yeah. I, I do want to shout out Maggie Mayfield. Her uh, she's in a movie re recently that won like an award at like two different festivals and is wow. uh, going to the Cannes Fin Film Festival. You should plug it. What's the name? Uh, of it? I don't know the name of the movie. Oh, Clay. You Clay, if you're going to give shout-outs, you're going to plug. I know. You I know. That's Maggie. That's Maggie awesome. Mayfield, she, she's great. And I think she, she also just recorded a special, too. Yes, yeah, recorded a special. She's killing it right now. She's great. 
Yeah. Uh, Go Max. And she she was she was the lead actress in the movie. She's win. Uh, she's uh, nominated for lead actress in Cannes Film wow, Festival. Wow, that's shit. crazy. Yeah, that's that's like a huge deal. Yeah, <laughs> she's she's killing it right now. Uh, is it called Vegas is Calling? Maybe. Huh? I'm not sure. It should be uh-huh. like her latest thing. Okay. Well, okay. We'll see. So Maggie Mayfield. Yeah. Great new movie. She's a great comic. Great really comic. funny. Awesome person. Yeah. And a new special. And new special. Okay. We'll leave it at that. Uh, and new song. Uh, I'll, call, I'll Call Bob. Is out. Okay. Yeah. You're so sweet. That's really nice of you. <laughs> That's really that. nice of you. I hope you do that shit for me. You know, fucking probably. Yeah. Uh, even though I have nothing going on. All right. Anyway, so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me neither. Just like this podcast. Yeah. Oh, uh, Mel- Melissa explains the classics <laughs> on oh, YouTube. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank classic you literature? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. She goes over classic, classic That's literature. That's cool. I like that. Make, yeah. Keeps it hilarious. It's great. Yeah. This next one's hard. It's, uh, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you because it's, uh, but it, I read a Gulag Archipelago. Ooh, uh, great book. Yeah. We'll get write jokes about it. So that's been a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> you should just have a lot of like Yakov Smirnoff. In, in Gulag Archipelago, guards beat you. Or so, I don't know, something in that format. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do the Yakov Smirnoff. Whatever I can yeah. think of. Yeah. But uh, that's the next one. The first one was um, Adam Smith's Wealth of Nations, okay. which was a, you know. That. I know what it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Invisible Hand and all that. Extremely yeah. boring book, mm-hmm. but, uh, but interesting. It's one of those. You ever read a book that was so fucking boring that it was useful? I almost exclusively read fiction. I don't read a lot. Like if I'm reading uh, nonfiction, it's usually a biography on someone I like okay. or, or like a story about you know, like a World War II story or something, some, something historical that's mm-hmm. written in like a fiction narrative because that's the only way I can keep. Reading. Yeah. Like I can't just read, I, I could never read that. I would I would never be able to finish it. Well, either. you know what I do is that I make the narrative. So uh, I look up things about the people that okay. I'm reading about. Yep. Uh, and it's helped me with uh, really dry material mm-hmm. and it's also helped me with uh, poetry. Okay. Because once you, because if you just read poetry flat, I can't unless it yeah. personally calls to you, you know, because you're just personally. Well, like that's it what somehow, it is. Like I've never, you're just like, eh. I've never read a poem that's like this does anything for me. Right. You know what I mean, like I, I don't <laughs> get it. I don't. I was the same way. I, I just, I can't. But then I realized that what they're doing is they're being a part of some time, that you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. if you take them out of the context of it and who they are, you don't get it. Right. But once you put yourself around that by getting a little narrative going for yourself then suddenly it becomes really profound okay you know what i mean yeah i know i I, but i look at poetry the way like (laughs) old dads look at like modern art like my fucking kid could do that you know what i mean because it is just unless you know like you know meter or anything like that and you can like this person's doing this with these words and it's like it's just no that's not true well i I, for me it doesn't work you know what i mean like i just it doesn't and it's because I'm dumb. I don't get it, and you're it doesn't it doesn't speak to me. So I can't. There's nothing I, about you that makes me think you're dumb at all. What's well, up, right? You, you, don't know, you, you don't know me that well. <laughs> you're, just, you're, 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 you're you're kind of wet, you know. Yeah, but you're yeah. not dumb. <laughs> but I just I just poetry is never. There's certain authors that I've read. Like the first time I read Cormac McCarthy, I was like, oh, this is why people like poetry because it's like the prose like were so amazing to me and like stuck with me. And like I feel like that's you know people read poetry. It's something that really, if they like it, it's something that really speaks to them. And does something to them on, a, on not First, just a, yeah. another level. Like, and there's certain authors that do that for me. So Absolutely. I get why people like it, but I just, I've never experienced that when reading it. So I can't. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't do it for me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I think the first time I experienced that was with Robert Burns because I went through the whole his whole series of works mm-hmm. and, or his his book of verse or whatever. And uh, and I looked up stuff about them the whole time. And I just the more I found out about him, the yeah. more I liked the poetry. And also the more I found out about this really nerdy subculture around him yep. to this day, right? Which is there's just people all over the world. It's not even just Scotland who who love his poetry so much because his poetry is actually mapped to old Celtic uh, cool. and Scottish music. Yeah. So they play it, you know, fucking jangly, <laughs> you know, and it's all like, uh, to the to, to hell with the tax man, am I right? You know, and, like, and, I fuck, and I fuck the lady next door. You know, and it's like, and it's all these uh, great songs and tunes and then just people saying the verse and, it's, and just his story was really, 
yeah. good. And so, you know, once it becomes a narrative. And that, you said that is funny because the only, and this is going to make me sound like such a fucking lame edgelord, but the only poet that I've ever read who I really liked. Why do you always put yourself down before you say an opinion? Because <laughs> I hate myself so much. I don't mean to girl, I don't mean to girl you right now, but yeah. Uh, yeah, because I hate myself. Uh, is uh, Bukowski. Because his poems yeah. are more like, it's like a little short, it's almost just like a, just a, a paragraph of his writing. And I love his book. His books are great too. Uh, he's only written like four Bukowski. or five of them. But, yeah. but, you know, that is one of those things like, when guys are like, they get really into Bukowski and Hemingway. And like, I'm not putting either one of those are two great authors, but there's a certain class of dudes who like, oh, oh yeah. I love Hemingway. Craig. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I, I got into, I was big into poetry and Shakespeare and shit whenever I was in high school, but I was also emo. So my favorite poet <laughs> was Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, yeah. So I got you beat. But he's my great. Dude. Yeah, he's great. He's yeah. great. No, You're but right. I, it was, I was literally that stereotypical kid of like, I, I had a poem that I wrote called Red. Mm-hmm. That was about like. Oh it, man, if you have that poem, you have to. Read it. You yeah, have to. It's read somewhere. It. Show and tell. Yeah, you have to do that. And I want to come back when you read it. That's really <laughs> cool. So awesome. Yeah, was, I just got uh, dunk, like rejected by a chick, and so oh, I wrote, wrote a poem God. called oh, Red. It just keeps getting better. It just keeps getting better. It's I love be so this. Awesome. Is that when you invented ice cream and <laughs> fruity pebbles? The red was the red was in reference to the color of yeah. the ice cream after he dumped fruity pebbles in it, and the chocolate ice cream was when she shit all over you and your heart, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, I I found a notebook of songs I wrote when I was uh, when I was in high school one time and I fucking burned it because I'm really? like, nope. Uh, I keep yeah. I keep I wrote punk songs for like uh and I just like That's I great. read like two of them and I was literally I cringed so hard I almost broke my back <laughs> and then I literally burned it. I'm like, nope, no one will ever see this. This is. I've, I, I tried to keep all of my notebooks I've ever had, I keep, I keep and and that poetry one I found like a few months ago on, in at the bottom of a box underneath like board games and shit, and I'm like, oh, I don't want this to ever see the light of day, <laughs> but I'm not getting rid of it. <laughs> no, I don't. Any like stand up yeah, it's like stuff? old uh, Playboy magazines, right? Yeah. Like, like Gene still has a couple. And I, I totally get it because it's like it's it's almost should, like a historical relic and also yeah. memory and also you all just this put shit. it in the woods somewhere. So yeah, yeah. You, you can just, find it, like old porno mags. Like, yeah. Someone just starts like close old poetry in the woods. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> put it by an abandoned train car somewhere and just leave it there. <laughs> That's where those things belong. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god all right all right well okay well, like i said so we really should start talking about yeah. the, the book, book. Yeah, yeah we did yeah, we were anyway. still talking about the book yeah right. you're getting the feel of the, of the podcast yeah, now. I, like, I, like, I don't like structure i like this oh yeah <laughs> all right so uh we read the book moving pictures mm-hmm. uh it's a fantasy novel by british writer terry pratchett published 1990 10th book in the discworld series the book takes place in its most famous city ain't more pork and a hill a hill called hollywood it's basically hollywood yep uh the alchemists of the disc world have invented moving pictures many hopefuls are drawn by the siren call of the hollywood home of the fledgling clicks industry clicks is movies uh among them victor tugglebend a dropout from Ankmore Pork's Unseen University and Theta Ginger Withel, a girl from a little town you never ever heard of, and Discworld's most infamous salesman, Cut Me Own Throat Dibbler, who introduces commerce to the equation and becomes a successful producer. Uh, Dibbler, I know you haven't read any of them yet, but Dibbler basically comes up in every Discworld novel. That, uh, that was one of my favorite characters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he pretty much comes in in every Discworld novel selling sausages. And... All he's he's the ultimate like salesman slash manager slash yeah. like uh, we did uh, one of my favorite book soul music is about the creation of rock music in Discworld. He comes in as like the horrible agent who's trying to set, get merch and shit going. Yeah. He just comes in and tries to profit off other people's hard work. Everybody, every time, yeah. every time. <laughs> but with, with shitty product. With shitty product or just like. The, the most like ham-handed promotion ideas. Okay. Just like he did in here where he's like trying to just slide in advertisements yeah. in the movies. Yeah. Yeah, he's basically product placement. Yeah. Yeah. He discovers subliminal messaging. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that was wild because this is one of the ones I have not read. Oh, you haven't read. Oh, really? Moving Pictures is one of the ones I had not read and whenever he, uh, they, they accidentally uh, put one in there and he's like oh subliminal messaging like and he was gonna do a 15 minute clip <laughs> yeah. and I'm yeah. like that's that not works. subliminal at all yeah. but alright yeah that's very <laughs> bliminal that's <laughs> <laughs> 
the business of making movies grows rapidly, and eventually, Victor and Ginger become real stars, thanks to the help of Gaspode, the sentient dog, who also develops a manager-client relationship with Laddie, who everybody considers to be the real wonder dog, although, in fact, is very simple-minded. I love that, the, the playoff Lassie. I don't know who Gaspode is playing off of, uh, like or like what. Yeah, there was like I mean, there was there's some in there because it seems like everyone is like a, a spoof on something, right? And, and he normally does that every time. Like okay. with Soul Music, the main character was a guy named Imp E. Saline who uh, changed his name to Buddy Buddy Holly. Oh, okay. Um, but of the Holly, uh, so almost always Terry Pratchett is like playing off of actual people. Uh, and with this one, I would just like with Victor with Ginger. And with Gaspode, I'm like, I, I want to know so bad who yeah, he's playing it's off probably all some these like people. Old Hollywood guys, yeah, in like the 40s. That's or that's what sucks. It's like this was made in like 1990, and I I don't know who would be like the big movie stars in 1990 that Terry Harvey Patrick. Weinstein. No. Yeah. <laughs> this is a young. This oh is my a, god, this is a that young Harvey be... Weinstein. Uh, yes. <laughs> Well, I think, I think it's an agent. It's, yeah. it's the sort of old Hollywood agent yeah. who's, who's the real brains behind the brawn of yeah. the talent. You know, they're the ones that are nimble enough to look, find the opportunities and negotiate yeah. the deals. Yeah. yeah. And they get no credit for it. Yeah, the Harvey Weinstein would probably be Silverfish if anybody was the Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Gaspode wasn't going around trying to... Uh, yeah. yeah <laughs> he was going around jerking off in people's plants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, there's that. Um, but yeah, Hollywood for a while becomes an effervescent place full of humans, dwarves, alchemists, demons, which essentially constitute the main technological device to make movies, and trolls, among whom is Detritus, all living in harmony. Which was really interesting to see, because like, all throughout the Discworld, it's like, yeah, dwarves hate trolls, trolls hate most other beings and yeah. shit. Uh, but yeah, here, because they were all going to make movies, they were all like, in... in living together peacefully. I did think it was cool because it was like people who were looking at Hollywood from the outside think of it as like this this bastion on the hill, you know, this great mm -hmm. place. And then when they actually, the people who live there, it's like, no, it's just a shithole. Yeah. Like, it's just like, you know, you've, you've heard the same thing about Hollywood. Like yeah. once you get there, it's not what yeah. you expect it to be. Yeah, he, he represented it really well with like, yeah, the buildings, they look great on, up front, but it's just like a box in the yeah. back and shit. Yeah. Like he, I, I feel like he did a really good yeah. representation of it. It was really like as a satire, it was really, really good. Yeah. I, it, there was a couple times where I was actually like laughing out loud while I was reading. <laughs> yeah, you give a couple chuckles. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a good sign. And yeah, that's one thing we talk about. It's it, with satire. It really is weird to read it and then talk about it with other people because it's very like uh um, sly humor and shit to yeah, where you yeah, get like it, a you chuckle. can only laugh through your nose yeah, right and you can only like do that alone <laughs> you know and that's kind of the 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 issue with satire I guess yeah. it's not like stand up you can enjoy everybody's big belly laughs well yeah sat satire is not usually laugh out loud yeah. unless it's like a like there's movies there's satire movies that have been you know like Blazing Saddles for that's a satire Dude, of the old Westeros. So it's the greatest movie ever made. Yeah. <laughs> like that's, I fall out of my seat laughing at that now, and I've seen it a hundred times. Yeah, and that was uh, one of the quotes for the first one, Color of Magic. Somebody mm -hmm. was like, uh, Terry Pratchett did for fantasy what Blazing Saddles did for Western westerns. Oh, yeah. that's cool. He said the N word a bunch of times. Yeah, it was great. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that would and it didn't come out of nowhere. I mean, it's <laughs> Could have just called them trolls. I don't know what that was all about. <laughs> oh, and this was the first time I've seen, uh, like, I'm guessing he was a black dude. Uh, or it, Imbu? Im, Imu? Imbu. M apostrophe B-U. That character in Moving Pictures. The guy who goes and gets the elephants. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure what he was, where he was supposed to be from. He, it was the first time I've ever seen someone's name, like, spelled like that. And there is, Hawandaland is their Africa on, on Discord. Ah, uh, okay. And so I, I was like, is this like the first black character? And he's just like, they, he's, they said he filed down his teeth to fucking tiny little oh, points. Yeah, and yeah he's just going around chucking spears and they're just I'm like, like there, there's no reference. We don't, there, it's a fantasy world. Right? It, I was like, is this like the first time? It's if you say it in the fantasy he's, world. He's like twerking and shit. And they're like, we don't know where this magical land is, but it is just its own thing. What can you do? <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome. All right. Meanwhile, it gradually becomes clear that the production of movies is having a de uh, deleterious effect on the structure of reality. Ginger is possessed by an unspecified entity, and she and Victor find an ancient hidden cinema, complete with portal to the dungeon dimensions. 
Back in Ankh-Morpork during the first screening of Blown Away, a parody of Gone, of the Wi- Gone with the Wind, which the <laughs> senior wizards of the Unseen University are also attending, a creature from the Dungeon Dimensions breaks through. Victor fights it in what eventually becomes a parody of the movie King Kong, also featuring the librarian of the Unseen University, which... <laughs> I don't know if you, uh, yeah, you don't. Uh, librarian used to be an actual wizard. The orangutan librarian. Oh, yeah, yeah. He used to be an actual wizard. Was he a person or was he still like an orangutan creature? No, he was, he was a person. Okay. So. During, during one of the books, he gets transformed into an orangutan, and he just stays like that. And he, whenever he comes in, he's, it's some of the funniest shit. He's like trying to rip people's heads off. It's great. He's <laughs> <laughs> a good character. He, he's really yeah. fleshed out, and, and um, you, you get... You, Tend to like them. Yeah. I mean, you could tell when they were talking about them, there was more going on there. But I, again, that's a reference that you have to have read the other books to get. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the way they talk about them, you could tell there's, there's, there's more to that character than just an orangutan who checks books out or works in you know, the, whatever that library yeah. is. That they One of the, uh, in Small Gods, whenever we read it, they were uh, it's basically like uh, exploring gods in ancient Egypt and uh, uh, Greece. Uh, they did a, similar to the burning of the uh, Library of Alexandria. Mm-hmm. And the librarian goes, walks through L space, which is the library space, librarian space that they could travel between libraries and shit. Yeah. Libraries are magical. And uh, he goes and saves a shit ton of books from the Library of Alexandria. Oh, that's cool. Like that. <laughs> and yes, libraries are magical. Bring that up. Was that your escape when you were a kid? Uh, yeah. Me too. For sure. You go to a public library? Yep. I didn't go to the library a ton, but I read all the time. Because uh, uh, the library in my hometown was very small, but I had uh, an aunt who got me into like everything that is kind of cool now that was crazy nerdy back then, like, you know, Tolkien, mm-hmm. uh, Stephen King, The Grateful Dead, all this like nerd shit. The stuff that's super cool now. Like, she got me into that when I was a kid. Is The just, Grateful Dead cool now? The, yes. <laughs> yes, you keep are. telling yourself that. I like the Grateful Dead, but they're not cool. They're not cool. Well, I, that's I not think, cool. Band. I think there's like a whole like younger generation of hippie kids that are coming up that are really into them now. But yeah, I mean, that would be nice. If that uh, yeah. But yeah, so I I would read all and fantasy was a was a big one because it was that's you really escape into that. Yeah, you know yeah what I mean? it's a whole another world. Sci-fi there. fantasy. Yeah, they kind of bleed into each other anyway. Sure, anything that's out of this plane of existence, you know, what I mean, that kind of it really takes you out of it. And wow. Like, yeah. Maine sounds like a, a lot like the Bronx. <laughs> That's where I grew up. Yeah, well, more trees, I think. <laughs> Slightly. Hey, we got Prospect Park. Yeah, like, you know, if you can manage to get there. Yeah, but, our, whole, yeah. our whole state was like a park. Was, That's true, man. It's, it's not, crazy. It's not great. Well, no, I. It's I'd not say, great. I love, I love my state. I do, but yeah, I, I love the Bronx. Yeah. I just fucking hate the Bronx. Yeah, also. exactly. And you can say that because you're from there. Like yeah. I can say how much Maine sucks because I'm from there. But if anyone else says it, I'll fucking bite. Yeah, you your can nose say the Bronx off. sucks. Everybody knows the Bronx sucks. That's okay. <laughs> I've never. I, and also, people know that parts of Maine suck. So yes. yeah, yeah, like know that. specifically like Sanford and yeah. uh, if you're from Sanford, fuck you. Okay. <laughs> Oh Places my god! A shithole. All uh, right, no, no, no uh, turf beef here. Is uh, is Fordham? <laughs> is that in the Bronx? Yeah. Okay, I have been in the Bronx. Then. Fordham is uh, actually where the library was that I would escape to. Okay. So I had to get through all those Puerto Ricans that you probably saw yeah. uh, just to get to that fucking library. Uh, yeah, I went my freshman year of college. Me and my buddy just got so drunk. I was like, probably top f- three drunkest weekends I've ever had in my mm-hmm. life was in Fordham. Yeah, it was bad. Oh, but, yeah, you can get real fucked up there. Yeah. Yeah. But did you have uh, um, we nutcrackers a- or anything like that? No, we just we oh, went okay. to bar. We just, we were Bags. Do you know what a, a nutcracker is? No, I have no idea. Nutcracker was this ghetto ass shit where you would go to a Chinese food restaurant. Mm-hmm. You would go uh, only in the ghetto. Yeah. You go ask for a nutcracker. They bring you the you know the Tupperware for the egg drop soup, the big one. Yeah, yeah. Right. They full of six or seven different liquors that they would make only in the hood. Just like you can, because wow. Chinese food restaurants are, are just something, they're not even Chinese food restaurants, because you go there, you get wings and french fries yeah. at the Chinese It's food just restaurant. Chinese people working at the yeah, restaurant. Yeah, yeah, and they're just like, <laughs> and, like, and they give you wings, right? Even if you order noodles, here you chicken wings. But um, they would give you that, nutcrackers. People got really fucked up on that. And it was cheap. It was like a dollar. A dollar? Yeah. Wow. Man. That back then was so much better. <laughs> no, we didn't was. do that. No, that's, uh, that's crazy. It's... Uh, they talk about back in like the the early days of Boston comedy. You'd be able to go to these Chinese restaurants after hours. They were gonna close. You could order cold tea, which was just beer. Yeah, They'd just bring you all beers after the <laughs> cold closed. tea. Yep, right. <laughs> that's we, great. We had something to because we have drive-through daiquiri stores oh, in South Louisiana. Right. Yes. Damn. Yeah. Well, because in Louisiana, you guys don't give a 
fuck. Yeah, no. It's just like w- there's a there's a demand supply. Louisiana is like a whole. It's that's its own disc world. It's its own world. <laughs> yeah, unto for itself. sure. Oh, that's so true. Yeah. It's, yeah. And Do you think that's why you like this world? <laughs> I had to escape one fantasy world to go to another. Well, it just, it's like whimsical Louisiana. You know it's, what I mean? I, yeah. It's, it's full of irony. And- it's, it's wild because, yeah, we'd go to drive through daiquiri stores and then they would give you, because technically it's an open container, uh, they would give you. They put uh, the tape over the straw? Uh, well, they, they would give you two lids for your cup. With one lid having tape over the straw hole, and you take that lid off, put the straw in, and you drink. And then if you get pulled over, you take the straw out and put the second lid on top. And it's technically a closed container again because it has the tape. And uh, but if you go, there was one on the way into Lafayette. If you go and you ask for the special, it wasn't a daiquiri. They just give you a daiquiri cup filled with moonshine. Half of you go fucking blind and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I saw this video online the other day. It was like, I had to have been in Louisiana. It was this very southern place. And they were like, they were trying to make drinking and driving like, it was illegal, but the, the legal limit was like point. Three, four. So, like, and they were trying to lower it to like a normal amount. And these people, like, they're interviewing these people, like, it was fucking ridiculous, man. Can't work a 12 hour shift and then get out and have a couple beers on the ride home. What the hell's going on? And it, it was like a news. This is on the news. It was like the early 90s. It was right. crazy. And, that's, and, you're just, and that's just the cops. Yeah. <laughs> they're saying that. It was so funny. Look, all right. You get out of work in South Louisiana, you're probably driving on a backcountry road that no one else is going to be on anyway. So, it doesn't really matter how drunk you are. I totally get that. <laughs> but, but here's, that. Here's the thing. Well, no, like, I agree with him. It for I agree sure with him. matters how drunk you are. No, it fucking doesn't. No, it fucking doesn't. This is coming from a guy who's got a couple DUIs, right? I'm a fan of drinking and driving. Listen, those I roads am. are built to just drive, go right into the fucking bushes and yes. wake up in the fields. Like, they're made for that shit. That's what they're there yeah, for. What about in the middle of the road where there are no bushes and you just cross lane and you hit a van full of children or something? Just don't do that part. <laughs> That's it. Simple. Like I was saying, you're, you're drive, probably driving down a backcountry road where there's no one else. Louisiana's inventing all these ways to make drinking and driving better instead of just making people not drink and drive. Nah, no, I, you take the cup off and you put the other one on. That way it's not over container anymore. And uh, then you, you hold on to the side of it only. So when you pass out, yeah. you do this and you go off into the ditch instead of hitting somebody else. Man, that's it's, just legal loopholes, you know, man. You do that, it's just fine. So we it's all fine. do that in this country. Legal loopholes are an American tradition. Every oh, yeah. state does it in their own way to 100%. fight for their own beliefs. 100%. Everybody fucking uses loopholes here because we're immoral and that and law is all we have right yeah. so we just find loopholes and we stick to that and then that's how we get away with what we want to do and I'm trying uh, to because i know we had some shit like that where i grew up too i'm trying to think of it and i can't right yeah now, but everybody's had yeah, some shit like that. yeah it's it, it, i mean it's fun it's this and yeah I, I i'm willing to go out of, i'm willing to entertain the idea and let it be proven or disproven that there are some states where it's okay to drink and drive because of the terrain well, they, uh, my mom said she drove out. My aunt lived in like Arizona, and there was parts of like New Mexico and Arizona where there's no speed limits. It's a it's fucking just, desert. It's just it's just like you know, seventy eight miles straight ahead, and you can just fucking go one hundred and forty if you want. I mean, places. traveling between different cities in Texas is basically no speed limit. The, yeah. the speed limit on the highway is like seventy or eighty, but they don't give fucks yeah. if you hit a hundred. Yeah, as long as you're like <laughs> weaving in and out of traffic, they don't give a fuck. Yeah, that's the rule here. Just don't be an asshole. Yeah, right? and then just and you can do it. And that's yeah. and that's a good. Rule of thumb. I like. I, yeah, I 100%. I agree with that. But the drinking and driving <laughs> thing. I mean, <laughs> all right. I will concede that you also make a good point. Yeah, don't drink and drive. All right. Fine. Uh, so back let, to yeah. it. Uh, okay. Anyway, so look, we really got to start talking about this book. Okay. okay? <laughs> we really gotta. We gotta blow through this. Right. We gotta talk about. So yeah, it. Victor's fighting the big King Kong battle, fighting the the big giant chick mm-hmm. that came out of the screen, having discovered that he could exploit Hollywood magic and the narrative conventions of the cliques if he had a camera pointing at him. However, after the... Cre- oh. Sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, he, he he figures out he can summon a horse and sword out of nowhere because he's he has a camera pointing That's at him. That's a cool scene. This is, this, I, I actually enjoyed this part of the story a lot. You know, when it, the, yeah. the climactic, you know, whatever, defeating the, of the enemy yeah. Yeah. deal. I liked it. It was good. However, after a creature is defeated, Victor and the librarian realize that the creatures will still try to get through from the dungeon dimensions, and the ginger in her possessed state was not trying to summon them, but trying to keep them from coming through, possibly as a result of being descended from the high priestess of Hollywood. Returning to the ancient cinema at Hollywood, Victor and Ginger witness a golden statue of a warrior reminiscent of an Oscar, which, I, did, you, did you get that? 
I because they were saying, I, no, I, I didn't, but now when you read it, I'm like, oh, fucking, of course. He always yeah, does like, that shit to me too. Every time he has like, well, because they six kept on saying, they kept on saying, like, it looks like my uncle Osbert or uh, Oswald and stuff. I, yeah, I totally now I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like really asshole. kicking myself in the ass. Yeah. Like, that was so fucking obvious. <laughs> yep. Because nothing, nothing that he does is like, it's too, it's all surface level. Like, he wants you to know what he's spoofing, obviously, when he does stuff. So I was just, I kind of just brushed over that. Oh, my God, me too. Oh, damn. And, yeah, the Oscar comes to life and travel through the screen to defeat the creatures. In the end, most things return to normal also because the patrician and the wizards make it clear that they will not allow any more movies to be produced ever again. Although dwarves find themselves inexplicably singing hi-ho, hi-ho while mining. Victor and Ginger have a last dialogue over the meaning of Hollywood and being famous, and Gaspode and the other animals under the influence of Hollywood lose their ability to reason and speak. The ending lines depict a poetic scene about the fragility of Hollywood dreams. Uh, and that was pretty... I, I enjoyed the talking animals. Like yeah. the rabbit. He's like, what's up, duck? <laughs> that got me. <laughs> what's up, duck? Yeah, and then they had Tom and Jerry, basically. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, fuck, dude. That he 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 has so like they're they're like you said, very simple. Yeah. He wants you to see the the spoosies do it, but they're still it in this context, in this in the in the setting he has it in, it's just so fucking funny to yeah. me. I love it, personally. <laughs> yeah, and the whole like the big dialogue at the end was cool because it was like the like say that but it's uh you know it's like the the hollywood dream but it's like being deflated you know yeah. that kind of like what you see like there's been countless movies made about that where like this dream isn't what you think it's going to be once you get it and that was kind of the whole thing at the Mulholland end yeah. drive there's a Mulholland drive yeah yeah, yeah exactly basically it yeah so yeah. It's, it, it was it was very cool to see the way he did it but also incorporated elements of fantasy and it was just yeah it was like it was very i liked it a lot but i also like I'll never crazy. read another one of these ever again. <laughs> if you ever ask me to read another one of these, I'll fucking... <laughs> no, I'm kidding. All right, we'll just but, come back on and talk about Bukowski again. How about that? Ooh, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I think this is one of those things like... And I, I'm wary about... I love when I find series of books that I liked. Like, I'm just I'm finishing The Expanse right now, one of the best sci-fi series I've ever read. Yeah. But I like having, like... I read one, I like it. I'm like, okay, now I have my next six books planned out that I'm going to read. Because that's cool to me. It takes some of the pressure off. But this one, like, how many are there? There's like 17 or 20, or there's yeah. a lot of books in this They're series. They're quick though. reads, though. Right. Yeah, no, this I one's only two. Like, once I actually sat down, I the read The Discworld, like, there's 45. Okay, I was way off. Are you faster? <laughs> You're probably faster. Yeah, I can <laughs> read pretty for a while. fast. But yeah. it's, uh, I don't know, 45. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I've read I've read most of them, but there's some like this one I I didn't get around to reading back in the day. So, is there like a through line to the series, or is it like so? There's sub series uh, like that. We we did uh, the Rincewind sub series. There's three books about a, a particular wizard, Rincewind. Um, we did Susan Stohelet, who's the granddaughter of Death. We did those three. There's one offs, but uh, there is like a giant graph. That shows the different ways you can read it. You can read it chronologically by how he wrote it, or you can go and read it by like, oh, these are all the death books, and then these are all the fucking. That's insane. There's That's there's like seven different ways you can read the Discworld novels. Wow. <laughs> it's it's and they have a meme of like uh, l- looking at all the like complexities of different. Uh, uh, series and stuff like uh george george R. R. martin's books is like oh there's like you know seven books and you can read them in different ways and well, there's only five and that fat asshole's <laughs> never gonna finish the other two so we're screwed <laughs> yeah yeah 36 but, years to write one book but yeah the discworld the the they then they're like hold my hold my beard and fucking discworld chart and it's just like a circle of all the books and it's like lines everywhere of how yeah, he must have been writing like, he must have been putting out like three or four books a year right? it, at one point he was he did uh yeah I, I think he did like three years straight where he did like three books a year and shit so was he doing that while he was fighting cancer or whatever or no what was it he had uh, alzheimer's or something alzheimer's uh, yeah yeah uh yeah i think so honestly probably uh, good for your uh yeah, but probably yeah having to keep all <laughs> all those storylines straight yeah probably. yeah it, it was it, his his is so fucking and, and he is one of the most popular authors in, in England. Yeah. 
I, he's one I, of the best-selling authors of all time. I, yeah. I think I read. Yeah, yeah. The BBC's tr- attempted multiple um, adaptations. We're, Clay and I were talking about that here one night, like how they've done a bunch of them, but they don't really. None they don't of them are that good. Yeah. Well, yeah. they're okay. They. I mean, some, some are good. Some are yeah. okay. The, I like the, the color of magic was really good. Uh, yeah. uh, it had uh, Tim Curry and Sean yeah, Astin and yeah, stuff. Talk, yeah. Uh, like I, I enjoyed, I enjoy that one. Um, uh, we, I haven't seen because I just found out from starting this podcast that they have a animated soul music one uh, movie, and then um, what's the other one? The, the animated one. Shit. It's the, t- the Tooth Fairy one. Oh no no! Hogfather was uh. Hogfather. Oh, we watch that. I watch that every Christmas. It's my favorite Christmas movie. Yeah. <laughs> This is the best I Christmas movie ever. I watched it this Christmas under, you know, because you recommended it. Okay. And it was pretty good. It's called The Hog Father? Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. that's basically the the disco version of Santa. He brings okay. uh, sausages and meat pies to what good little girls and boys. <laughs> the guy selling they're, sausages. They're British. Oh, that's, yeah. The yeah. Brits love yeah, sausage. Yeah, yeah. Sausages and meat pies. I love, I mean, I started making meat pies a couple years ago, and I mean, they're pretty good. They're, they're like a... They're like an opiate. If you have a good, good meat pie, you know? I don't think they're like it. I believe me, I have some sleep. experience with opiates. I bet they're not that good. <laughs> <laughs> You're not the only person who knows about opiates that I've spoken with. Okay? And I have it on good authority that food is, is a good substitute sometimes. Well. Certain foods. Uh, well, but you're not into food, right? I love food. What kind of food? I'll eat anything. If you like food, name Foods. Italian is the best food, but Austin Italian. sucks for Italian food. Italian just fucking suck for Italian. I'm I'm really suspicious now. Every time I see a restaurant here, I, I know it's just not gonna. Yeah. Have you Have you tried Marinara Miracles? The one, but in Valhalla. Mm-hmm. No, but I heard somebody did tell me it was good. Uh, it was pretty. I got a meatball hero over there. Uh, I want to go try their ravioli because they make everything. Like they make it all. I was here right one night there. doing a show and uh, like. Nick Cox and, and uh, Spencer and some other guys are heading over there, and I had to go. I had to leave because I was going to work the next morning. But I, I do want to check it out. I heard it was good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Okay, all right. But the thing is, it's uh, even if the Italian food here is good, there's something about it that just isn't. Yeah. Like the Italian food sir, I mean, that I'm thinking whole, of, and, and, you and know, so it could from, be good. You're from New York. There's, yeah. You can't get good pizza here. You can't. Yeah. There's no. There's and it's and it's not even necessarily really even Italian. It's Italian American food. Yeah, that you, yeah. that we like yeah. that I like. But I mean, you can't so, get like a good breakfast bagel sandwich here. You know what I mean? Right. It's, or uh, any good delis. Yeah. You have that deli sandwich. But you go back east, the barbecue shit. The Mexican it's food true. is terrible. It's <laughs> so true. Yeah. The regional food is a thing for a reason. Yeah. It's, and it's the same Cajun food here. Yeah. No good Cajun places here and shit people so. try to get shellfish here go fuck yourself right? <laughs> <laughs> oh this is fresh Maine lobster no it's not no it's not oh yeah well you I've, had, yeah, I've sure. had fresh Maine lobster a lot it's not <laughs> this is not that yeah, your accents came out a little when you said that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot right? when I get upset fucking, <laughs> fucking <great>. lobster <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I'll just like uh, when I used to drink, it was the worst because I'd just be talking. Next thing I know, everyone would be looking at me. I'm like, oh, really? Oh, I started, I started saying it again. I'll slip back into it. Yeah, it's real bad. Well, why'd you smooth it out? Why'd you get rid of it? I don't. I didn't make a conscious. I love my accent. Oh, I just, okay. but sometimes it's like I like having it. But it's either now I like I don't sound like it at all, or I'll go into it and it's like I'm a fucking character in a Stephen King movie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I got gotcha. you. All right. Well, listen. Uh, we got through it. We did it. We got through the plot. We talked about the book. Yeah, we talked uh, about food. Yeah, we mm-hmm. talked about food. Mm-hmm. So we hit all the points, yeah, I, yeah. I believe. Yep. Uh, so yeah, thanks for joining us. Yes, this was awesome. Was Anytime. Awesome. This was very fun. Very fun. Yeah, if you ever it's decide to, have to you on. Put, read a one. If Clay tells me to read another one, I'll read another one. He just told me, he's just like, he just said, hey, this is what we're doing. I'll all try right. to, I'll try to pick one that's a little bit, what, what would you rather, like, what? What kind of? You gotta get to some, this guy something dark. You know? Yeah, something really something dark. dark. More adults. He's from Maine, for uh, God's sake. Okay, we we're gonna start the death novels soon, so I'll probably uh, okay. I'll see. Let me know. I will read. That sounds cool. The death novels. I like that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, until then. <laughs> All right. Uh, people uh, behind the camera, thank you for joining us for uh, Turtle Reads and also the podcast. Thanks for listening to the Turtle Reads uh, podcast. I've been Melissa. I've been Clay. Craig. All right, thanks a lot, guys. Larry, bye. Y'all, bye. bye.